Welcome to the Paradise Paradox. My name's Aaron Battle. My name's Kurt Robinson. We're continuing the adventure out here in this beautiful country, Mexico, and we found ourselves just down here by the, the river, Fluoro Blue River. I come down here all the time and it still blows me away. So we thought we'd come down here, enjoy nature, and share a couple stories. Welcome to the Paradise Paradox. We're out here in a super tropical jungle <laughs> right next to the next to the river. We're out in the in in the no no man's land of <laughs> of uh, the state of Puebla. This uh, the town of Pachuquillo, which uh, population. What's the population of Pachuquillo? Maybe twenty. <laughs> okay, we're in a town with a population of twenty people. Away from the town where no, nobody even lives except for maybe the elves. And <laughs> so, so we're out here partying with, with Aaron's family. Uh, and, well, tell, tell us uh, about the tradition. It's kind of a little bit of a heavy story, the, the way all this came about. But we're, we're at the, the family ranch where my grandmother, my mother's mum, grew up. And the... Uh, well, let's see. Where, where, where do I want to start back from? Um, well, this is, this is her family home. This is where she grew up as a little girl. So even though it's about four hours outside Mexico City, it's kind of a, it's a trek to get out here, and it's not exactly the most comfortable ride. The, um, the only buses that come out are kind of, um, you know, like outdated coaches, but it's, it's, it's cool. Like, uh, you know, you, you make it out here, uh, and, and it's worth it because you get so far away from from some kind of collective reality like you forget everyone's dressed up as cowboys and it's just it's it's farming it's like it's it's farm life so i, I like coming out here um we also come out because uh a nearby town of kisla the um the tradition of padre jesus which is going to be tonight with mass tomorrow morning and a lot of people come out here um i know i know we've covered that before but the thing is, my grandmother always wanted the family to come out to her house. She loved coming out here. She loved getting away from the city. And she would plan this New Year's party every single year. She would all year be, be uh, organizing her, her livestock, her turkeys to put the food on. Uh, she'd come out here by herself and wait for the family to turn up. And... It never really ever brought a, a big crowd. There was always a, a couple families that, that would come out, but it wasn't the big party that, that she wanted. She wanted it to be. What happened was uh, on the 31st of December 2007, she actually passed away. And, you know, her, her idea was to be buried here in the local cemetery, which is on the, just outside, just a few... Uh, on the street, just north of there, the house... Um, it's, it's, very, it's a very small town. Um, so, of course, with the funeral being here on the 31st of, of December 2007, they organized a coach and the whole family came out on that, on that day. Um, the whole idea of having the New Year's party so that you can, you can think about how your year went and then, uh, you know, really try and positively 
manifest what you want for the following year. And it's like a night of, of meditation. The first, the first of January is the tradition is you go to a Kisla and, uh, you know, you sit in the church all night and you, uh, you're thinking about, you know, what, what you want to achieve this following year. She did this. This was, this was her thing. And next to no one ever, ever joined her. After the funeral, um, at the house, everyone was there. Uh, this is back in 2007. The first time, but the biggest turnout, it's kind of sad, that the biggest turnout for her New Year's party was the, the year that she passed away. And it's because everyone went for the funeral. Um, after that, after that all happened, everyone, it wasn't really a sad event because everyone was happy to, to, uh, to meet up and have the family together. It was, it was like a family party, a celebration of her life. Everyone walked to the top of the hill to catch the coach back to Mexico City, and the coach wouldn't start. It wouldn't kick over. It was freezing cold. Everyone was, everyone was unprepared, no blankets. The house is basically abandoned, and everyone had to get off the bus and return to the house. The house was, was abandoned. There was nothing there. It was freezing cold, so everyone migrated to the town nearby, which happened just happened to be the, the first... Um, of January and with Padre Jesus where do you go? Everyone went to the church to hang out and uh, you know and, the, and the, the party continued it went the funeral overnight the next day and then they everyone went to mass for Padre Jesus since then it's become a tradition for my whole family to come out here every every year firstly in, in memory of, of my grandmother Chapita but then also, the, the tradition to be involved in the, the night of meditation with Padre Jesus, it's, it's become a special event for everybody. Um, but what, is, what has become is the first night, it's a big party, and the second night is let's, uh, let's start a fresh start and, and a new year. So um, I, haven't, I haven't missed this party. This is, this is my eighth year in a row that, that I've come out here. And I, I guess that's, that's because to me... Um, my grandmother, although I wasn't exactly close with her, she helped me in ways that, that I can't really, I couldn't understand until, until recently. You know, she would, uh, she would write to me and tell me, send me these messages that I needed to study, that I, that I need to think about what I want to achieve in my life, that I need to look after my parents, that I need to, you know, be family. Like, family's really important. I, I look back and I think now... All these years that, that we weren't exactly close, she would have been here every year praying for the, for the Australian family. And that, that's, that's really special to have somebody that maybe, you know, we, we didn't really know too well, but always, always wishing the best for you. It's like having someone on, on the other side of the world, you know, constantly on a daily basis, sending out those, that positive energy to you so now now it's my turn and now I'm here and I need to think about what I want for my family it's a big deal yeah it is that's a that's a great story and yeah you're, you're right like uh, you know it doesn't happen every day that somebody uh, takes the time to to think about you and care about you that that doesn't happen every day, so you're gonna cherish it when it comes along. So, um, I had a, a, an interesting 
conversation with with one of your uncles last night because it's like, ah, oh, Kurt, I, I like your posts on Facebook. And to put it into context, I mean, just about all of Aaron's uncles are police and nearly all of my statuses on Facebook are talking about how awful the government is. And I'm like, really? Which, <laughs> which statuses are you talking about? It's like, ah, oh, they're anti-government ones, of course. They're, <laughs> they're so great. <laughs> um, and, you know, it's, it's kind of funny. It kind of shows how, uh, how messed up this system is when uh, um, even people who are in, in, some, uh, in some aspect supported by this system actually recognize how terrible it is like there's there's a saying that uh you can't convince someone to see something when his livelihood depends on not seeing it um <laughs> but even so even so he still he still sees it and you know he would prefer some some something else um when we are arrived in the um in the in the coach from uh, from Mexico City, I was looking out the windows and just uh, looking at the mountains, and and uh, I was uh, kind of overwhelmed. They just look magical. It's like you know that kind of, that kind of feeling of nature uh, and its all its majesty. And I actually had this this powerful thought: like I'm I'm going to grow old here. I'm going to die here in Pachuquilla, which I, I don't really know where that came from, but <laughs> we'll see if that, if that mystical moments prediction uh, comes through one day. Com- comes true, I should say. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so Joanna, you had, a, you had a story for us about the elves of the forest. Just go, go ahead and speak in Spanish and we'll, we'll translate. Okay? Tenías una cuenta de los duendes. Del bosque. Pues yo creo que todos los bosques tienen una historia, pero en teoría este bosque que tiene un lago aquí atrás, como podemos escuchar, <ríe> eh, pues dicen que hay duendes aquí. Uno de mis familiares, eh, no, bueno, me comentó que había visto uno. Eh, porque él tenía tres niños pequeños. Entonces. Los duendes no son como los pintan en realidad, como pitufos o algo así. Los duendes, él comentó que es del tamaño como de un niño de 3, 4 años, que son robustos, tienen los ojos como alien y que sí son muy feos. Eh, él lo vio y fue como, como no lo puedo creer que estoy viendo. Entonces... Él dijo que iba a llevar el alma de uno de sus hijos. Dice, vengo por el alma de uno de tus hijos. Y él lo único que pudo hacer fue decir groserías. No sé, lárgate, vete, no te metas con mi familia. Y de repente el duende se esfumó. Fue como desapareció. No corrió ni nada, ¿no? Simplemente lo dejó de ver. Entonces, bueno... Pues ya está en cada persona creer o no, pero pues si existe lo bueno, existe lo malo. Mm, okay, so so you're saying that uh, like all all forests can have their their elves, uh, but it, this one one in the forest in particular. No, no fue este bosque, verdad? Mm, fue Pachuquilla. Okay, it was a it was a forest in Pachuquilla, but not not this forest in particular, and and. Uh, 
one of your one of your cousins, you said, had this experience. There were three children in the family, and they came to this forest and saw uh, what they described as an elf that looked like a, the stereotypical picture of an extraterrestrial with big, huge, almond-shaped black eyes. And you you said that the the spirit of the elf got into the child. This is like the 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 fairy story of, of changelings or the the old wives' ta- tale about changelings. Uh, where the the elf um, sneaks in and pretends to be the the child, something like that, and the, so the child was saying all, all types of swear words and couldn't stop. Uh, but then uh, out of nowhere, he just he he went back to normal. Um, so do, do you do you think it's too, true? Crees que es la verdad? Pues es la imaginación. Ahora sí que todo depende. Como veamos la realidad, él dice que estaba acostado, abrió los ojos porque escuchó un ruido. Entonces, al abrir los ojos, pudo ver al, al duende, al elfo, pero eh, puede que haya sido un solo un sueño. Mm, ok, ok. So, you think it's, it's a question of what we, what we think is real or not. Maybe it was just, just a daydream, uh, overactive imagination of a child. Uh, but he saw the he he saw the elf lying down like as as if he were taking a nap, and got up um, because he heard some noise. Uh, so, yeah. Well, you know, if you were an alien, an extraterrestrial, you might reasonably come to a place like this on Earth to just to, just to chill out. <laughs> cool. Um, and anything else you want to add, Aaron? Just about aliens and in these kind of places um i was chatting with my cousins on the way down here and it's like you know do, do you believe in in these kind of of spirits or ghosts or aliens or, you know or whatever because nobody knows what they are but this isn't this isn't just a, a one-off case okay you know a lot of a lot of these stories come out the, the family and, and i wonder is it because there's there's less there's less eyes to see what's actually out here Like they, they, these people don't come walking through here. Like even where we are right now, next to this river, like this isn't a high traffic area. Like nobody lives here. This is this is complete natural. And uh, I mean, you know, we'll get some photos of the water, but the water's like fluoro blue or green. It's like it's 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 pretty it's pretty magical. So I guess you know, children with their their creativity can create these adventures in their in their minds and if they were you know watching television and sharing stories and like even like last night around the, the campfire it's like you know that's even though we've got a whole lot like 70 people at this party and you know we're all having a good time and everyone's kind of branching off in their, their groups it's uh it's like you know so many so many things can happen it's like each little conversation is a different a different little world and you kind of forget about the other people around you and you're you know you're drinking and you know you're smoking so you know you're engaged in in your group but i remember a couple years ago uh there was there's a lot of like witch stories and like a lot of people know i don't know it's, it's real um whether you believe in witches or not or that other side of of um those those types of crafts a lot of people here although they pretend and act to be catholic and they go to church there's a lot of talk about rituals there's a lot of witchcraft go that goes on here and uh you know i, I know this because 
this is what I, this is what I'm told. These are the people people do these things. So you know, there's pretty a lot of twisted people that they live so far away from you know from the cities, and they're in here in their, in their own little communities, and you know they they start inventing these these rituals. Like even the the idea of coming out here every year and having a party, you know, just to just to wish family the best and and try you know manifest the the most positive year you can for everyone that you're connected to that's that's kind of you know that's kind of in that you know era, era what, i mean what, what what do you call that it's kind of like um you know what, ritual ceremony yeah it's ceremonial but yeah it's like it's it's magical because you you know you're you're something that doesn't exist and is completely in your mind but you're doing it with a whole lot of people like you know we we walked around the party last night and it was it's a tradition that once the clock ticks over for the new year, we all we all individually give each other a hug, you know, to to say you know let's let's start the new year. And for the first time, I, I started asking people like you know what what do you want to achieve this year? Let let me let me know so I can if if any way I can help you, I we we can do something with this. And and we had a little conversation about this as well with our own personal goals. Like let's let's keep each other in check. That that's that's the the other side of I mean that, that's like. Uh, affecting the future um, in in a way of just like a, a positive, magical, almost. Uh, it's a little scary, really. How how much belief goes into these these kind of this kind of thing? I, I, don't, I don't know. Do you, do you want to mention? I mean, you, you told me. Well, actually, you, I want to hear from you. What what was it you told me? And I and I was one hundred percent on your page saying, I know what you're talking about. When I didn't. <laughs> It's like, I mean, you knew what you were talking about. I knew what I was talking about. But the idea that I had wasn't the same idea. <laughs> and then and you realize, as much as when you're talking to someone, the communication's open, you will never know what's inside the other person's head. You can only assume. And, you know, you might be close, but you'll never know. That's okay. <laughs> so, yeah, so what happened was I was off here. And I went off in the clearing away from the party for a, for like 20 minutes to think about things. Uh, and I, I came back and I uh, was rather drunk off the pool key and uh, like rather merry, I should say. Uh, and I said to Aaron, listen, man, here, you know what matters? The man in the mirror. That's what's important. Yeah. And it's true. So I was making reference to a poem, uh, a famous poem. And the idea of the poem is that you know, if, if, you, if you work hard and get money and, and uh, um, you get fame and people kiss your ass or whatever, and none of it actually matters unless uh, you can look yourself in the eye in the mirror uh, and, and um, feel like that's a good person. Uh, so that's the, like, the final judgment isn't with your friends or your family or anyone, but you. That's or, you know, not with God, but you. You you are the final judge of your own uh, of your own worth, uh, but you had a you had a completely different interpretation. Yeah, well, I mean, I I did because you you, you said to me, you know, do you know what I'm saying? Like, do you know? <laughs> do you know what I'm talking? I said, I yeah, I think so. But then I paused and I thought, wait a minute, just in case I don't. You might want to explain it to me so I can confirm that I do, and then and then then you went through and explained. I was like, yeah, that's not what that's not what I was that's not what I was thinking. Was, I didn't realize it had anything to do with me. I, I thought, I mean, I thought Kurt was talking about himself, but then later, as he explained it, it was like, wait a minute, I need 
I'm the same person. I need to be completely comfortable looking myself in the eye and say, you know, are you, are you happy with, with what you're doing? And are you happy with the man that makes you? And I'm completely at peace. Like, as I said, of course, you know, my, my heart's in the right place. And, you know, sometimes we all have to make tough decisions that maybe fall into a, a very gray area. And it's, you know, may not be right. But the reasons why you do it seem right to you at the time. And, you know, that, that's all part of life. That's like the complicated moral compass that we need to continually tune and check in on ourselves with. But overall, after that little conversation, it was, you know, we, I think we both looked each other in the eye and said, you know, we're, we're cool. Things are good. And we've got a big year coming up. We've got, we've got a few surprises and a few new projects we want to kick off. And, uh, you know, and we're, we're a cool, we're a good team. Cool. So that, that wraps it up for the Paradise Paradox. Feliz Año Nuevo. Feliz Año Nuevo. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody. And make it a good one. Peace. Thank <laughs> you.